Hey, it's your girl, Rosie. I'm back with another episode of The Rosie Perspective. On today's episode, I am joined by a guest by the name of Deborah. Hello. All right, Deborah. So I have a few topics that I wanted to get into today. So the first one is um, pretty basic, but I'm just curious because everybody has their preferences. And it would be whether you prefer a flashy dude or a low-key dude um, as far as, um, I guess, money uh attire i guess you know the stunting on the instagram do you have a preference or would you prefer like a guy that's kind of low-key and humble well i mean for me we all love like the flashy right it's cute you know you want to look at it and stuff like that but in terms of like my personal life i can't see me ever really being with a flashy you know guy you know i could probably entertain it you know even if you dated them it'd be you know I guess it's not that bad, but I don't, I would never consider a flashy guy, you know, in terms of like a serious relationship. No. Really? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Only because I feel like, I feel like, you know, and remember everybody's like, everybody is going to need something different, right? It's going to depend on like your personal, like, um, like personality and stuff like that. But for me, I feel like, you know, I'm the gem. So like, why would you be flashy? Right. (laughs) <laughs> so I mean we could be like a power couple and look good together but the whole idea is that you know you sh- I-, I should be the one that shines and you know you can be handsome and look nice and stuff like that but <laughs> it's really for me to be like center stage and I can make I could like do things for you to like make you look nice like you know make you a little flashy but I don't I wouldn't personally like a guy who's like already flashy you know what I mean yeah, so like I guess the guys on Instagram that are showing off, I don't know, a Rolex or if they got the new Yeezys or they got money. The money thing is forever corny. Like I, I it's just they I don't know, they take the money, they spread it out on yeah. the table or they count it. Like I, I I don't know, maybe it's cool when you're sixteen, but as right. an adult and men are still doing it, so I guess it's a thing. So while we're on it, I forgot because I uh I randomly saw it on Twitter. Um, okay, so for me to say my response first, flashy or low-key, I prefer um, low-key. I mean, every now and then, everybody kind of stunts a little exactly. bit. I guess it depends, like, I don't know, low-key, but let's say we go away to island because I love vacationing. Yeah, you could post yourself chilling in Jamaica, whatever. Like, you know, right. it's not too funny, but if everything you get and you got to post it exactly. or you much, that's unattractive to me because um, I don't really care about that stuff. Right. and okay so a new thing that i've been seeing (laughs) child is um dudes are at dinner trying to stunt so they go to a fancy restaurant with a chick and typically it's women that are taking pictures of their food or doing a boomerang so apparently some guys are doing it where they're just like oh yeah you see we eating good like how would you feel if you went on a date and a whole grown-ass man was like taking pictures and videos to put on Instagram and also talking shit about like I guess the luxury of the dinner would you be like yeah that would I mean that would be a huge turnoff like what are you doing right now (laughs) you know um (laughs) honestly maybe I might not even say anything but I would just like make that mental note like okay this is some corny shit like you know what I'm saying like so (laughs) I I don't see myself being like outraged unless like they're really overdoing it You, you understand what I'm saying 
yeah. but um for me yeah i don't think that i personally don't even do that right every so often you know what i mean if it's just like a really good meal or like let's say for example you know you go to a restaurant and like your dish just looks extra fancy you might like yeah. take a picture of something like that but you know again it's just about like your general like posts and stuff like that if you don't do that all the time like i guess it's not that bad but you know i just feel like live your life if you just so happen to be living your life and you're you know you snap a picture and whatever whatever that's fine you know but i have had people where it's like if we go out like i can't even get your like you're videotaping your footsteps like into a place like it's ridiculous you know you have to find some kind of level of balance like i get it you know um gary v said like the real world is now the fake world social media is like really real life right so it's like, yeah. I get that, like, what's happening, right? And you kind of need to, like, be on there and, like, share what you're doing or else you kind of don't exist. So a lot of people have that, like, perspective. But you, at some point, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, especially when... No, I agree. Yeah, especially you when said you're, like, to trying to, like, get to know somebody or build a relationship, you kind of got to let that go because, you know, the social media stuff, it's only going to go so far. You're right. You're absolutely right. Like I'll do, I mean, I'll do more obviously with my homegirls and my son. If I go out like dinner and stuff, I'm like, oh, this place is nice yeah. versus like on a date. Yeah. I ain't gonna be like, he gonna be like, damn girl, you act like you ain't never been right. nowhere. So I'm definitely playing cool until you my man, then I can act up. But if you're not my man yet, then I'm gonna play it exactly. cool. I'm, I'll be internally like, oh, it's nice, but I'm not gonna be all corny. Like, oh, let me take a, a picture of the food or whatever. But Okay, so that was just a, a random thing that I thought of. <laughs> yeah. Right, so the next topic I wanted to go into, which everybody's talking about, and that is uh, Jeannie Mai and Jeezy. And based on Jeannie Mai posting um, a video, I, I think she was on a podcast, actually, and they posted the video or whatever she was on, talking about going into her marriage with Jeezy, that she um, plans on being submissive, although she makes her money, etc. She's going to let him lead and be the man. And um, black men are eating it the fuck up. And I say black men because I see those are the only ones I see going crazy about the statement that's basic as fuck. And I'm not calling Jeannie my basic. No. I'm saying what she said isn't anything extravagant. Right. So men, specifically black men, are talking about how black women refuse to be submissive or we can learn from Jeannie Meyer, et cetera. And I think that's bullshit. And what I've said and what I will continue saying and what a lot of other black women are saying is that one, women will, despite the color, be submissive to a man that she feels is worth there it. There you go. <laughs> These guys are not doing you know, anything. They will. That's it right there. You know, so, you know, there's so many layers to the issues that black men have with black women um that i don't know that we have enough time to talk about but what i will say <laughs> is this um i think what jenny Mai said was absolutely correct and i think it, you know i think it's totally fine i think everybody gets to decide what they want to do in their relationship right um yep. but i think that what probably most of the men who were replying to that we're probably the types of guys who, you know, don't have submissive women because they're not shit, right? It's one thing if you're doing what you need to do as a man and you have a woman who is not, um, and, you know, again, submissive, it depends on how you interpret it. 
you have a woman who fails to recognize, you know, your, your worth or, you know, do for you and things like that. Um, but it's another thing when, you know, you're a fuck boy and you out here, you know, doing whatever you're, we going to half on the rent and doing all that. And you submissive to you, like, it's not going to happen. You understand? <laughs> so, talk to you know, to talk a little bit further about, like, you know, just peel back maybe just one more of the layer with, with Black men in just, like, the family structure over time. Obviously, it has been, um, you know, it's been challenged because of mass incarceration and things like that. A lot of Black women have to have, have, have to stand up to the plate. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So with all of mm-hmm. that, you know, when you talk about mass incarceration and like men not being in the home, and then when you talk about, you know, the men that are left out here that ain't shit and haven't been around and doing what they need to do, you know, you have black women standing up in ways that, you know, we maybe never knew that we could be so powerful. And then absolutely you know, find our power, we might not be so easy to give it back, right? Because that security that we were supposed to have, we didn't have. The way we were supposed to be protected, we weren't protected. Do you understand? So like, you know, there's so many layers to it. You know, I could just keep going on and on. But I mean, I just feel like personally, as you know, a black woman growing up, one of the first things you learn is that you have to figure it out you know, and you have to do for you because ain't nobody else going to do it. Yes, ma'am. You got that right. And like I said, like the submissive part is not a problem. And right. I hate that it's being painted that black women have a problem being submissive. That is not the problem. Okay. Are there some, I cannot speak for all. I'm sure there are some out there that's like, nah, I'm good. But for the most part, like you said, niggas are really not giving you anything to submit to. You're oh. literally, these are the dudes that want to go Dutch on a yeah. date. Like, listen, listen. Girl, they're posting videos about like, oh, if I spend over $40, I'm guaranteed sex. Fuck you. Wow. Like, you're not guaranteed over $40. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's like you think that person's worth submitting to versus someone that actually brings value. I have no problem. I am a strong-headed Black mm-hmm. woman. I am a... Uh, a single mom, but at the same time, I would not have a problem submitting to the right man. And people like I have like this exterior, like, oh, I need to be a boss. I need to be a boss or I need to be the leader. First of all, that's the position that I've been placed in. So I do what I have to do, period. But let me find a man that can lead. I will definitely submit to him. Okay. Like I have no problem with that. And I hate that black women are being painted that we cannot at all. It's just not accurate and it's annoying because it's coming strictly from the black of men course, because those are the ones who love to disrespect us you know it's their favorite thing to do girl <laughs> you know. so yeah so again so the submissive part you i seems like you pretty much agree oh, with what i percent. you know my thing is like why not just celebrate my strength though right like you know for you have to understand in order to be submissive like and that goes across the board with any race right you have to have a certain level of trust and comfort with a person right so where black women's trust issues come is from the failure of these black men to begin with right so that's so funny you said that because on an episode that i posted last week um where i had two men on and i had my homegirl saba on cal 
He is from Oakland and he's been on a couple of times. He said exactly what you said as a man. And he basically was like, we women in our defense have kind of been black women have been put in the position to be more than we bargained exactly. for based on the lack of accountability exactly. and actions of the black men. But that gets overlooked right. a lot. Oh, and it's yeah. Funny. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah, for sure. You know, for me, I just feel like, you know, again, I'm not going to sit here and bash black men because, you know, I'm not in the business of doing that because, you know, there's a, they already have enough, uh, you know, against them. But the whole point is that we have to acknowledge where all of these different issues are stemming from, because if we don't, again, like you said, take accountability where it needs to be taken, then you can't heal from it. You can't move on. You can't get your wife or girlfriend, you know, to be submissive. Why? Because she doesn't trust you. Why? Because you're, you're out right. there doing some bullshit. Do you understand what I'm saying? Why? Right. Because, you know, men who have failed her in the past. You know, so we all have our own personal healing. Sometimes the person you get into a relationship with now has to deal with your shit that you're carrying. So, you know, we all have to take a certain level of accountability. You know, maybe, you know, black woman doesn't give, you know, um, black men as much leeway as, you know, give them as much rules. Girl, you know, we don't really, maybe you know, you some shit. To, you have to really take accountability for that. But also you have to, you know, look at, I saw somebody sent me something on Instagram. It was like a video of like these young kids. Uh, they must have been in high school. And it was like a young black girl. She was like um, interviewing other boys like in her school, black boys, most of them. And she was saying, oh, do you prefer a black girl or a white girl? Right. And of course, mm -hmm. you know, almost unanimously, they're all saying white girls. Right. And, you know, so disheartening. It, is, it is, but then, you know, I know that there's so much more wrong. There's so many like layers to it. So I don't, I don't think I don't take it personally. And I don't, I don't think it's like a, um, you know, remember we have all this systemic racism. We have all of these things coming at us. So, you know, am I going to blame that young boy who doesn't really understand where, you know, the influences are coming from for him to have this perception but, you know, one of them, um, a lot of them are saying like, oh, because, you know, white girls are more fun and this, that, and the third. And you think about like, well, maybe because black girls can't be fun because we got, you know, we got shit to do. We got, you know, yeah, we yeah. Got <laughs> that we're burdened with that we can't be that much fun. You know, we love. But I hate that they would even say anything about not being fun. First of all, we fun. We okay, fun so these yeah, how, <laughs> how where do they think these white girls are trying to okay. be spicy and shit right. they're freaking everything from? But we don't get credit no, for that. We will never so, get credit. That's the thing. And again, I I've talked about it. I have several family members. First of all, like a good portion of my family is uh, my cousins and all of that. I have nieces. They are um, biracial. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are half Haitian and half something else. A Puerto Rican, Dominican, white. So I'm all for interracial dating. I don't mind that. I just, as I've said before, I don't like that it's always like, well, I date this exactly. type of person because y'all right. X, Y, Z. Right. Just put a period. I want to date a white woman, period. Mm -hmm. That's it. Why oh, because y'all have an attitude because y'all exactly. this and y'all that. That's why we women, as black women, we don't like to hear right. about. Like right. It's like, 
do what you got to do without saying that. So, of course, the fact that people are like, oh, my God, black women take notes. Take notes from fucking from what? Because an Asian girl can be submissive to your black man. Not to mention, I just posted because a lot of black men did forget. But before she started dating Jeezy, that's why when she started d- dating Jeezy, a lot of people were like, hmm, she basically... um. And I'm going to post a video if I can on my Instagram when I post this episode. Basically, she had said on The Real when she was on the show and Tamar was just like, okay, girl. She was just like, oh, I like black meat, but white keeps me lean. And Tamar was like, girl. And she's like, oh, well, how do you think that I mean it? And basically, she broke it down and was just like, yeah, I'm attracted to black men. I like black men. But basically, black men are more for fun. But she's going to marry white. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, this is the same girl that y'all are sitting here talking about. She didn't even think black men, which what is Jeezy black, was worthy of even being married to. She said they were fun, but she wanted to marry white. And they're like, oh, just forget about that part. But now she's saying be submissive. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm like, I can't. So again, black men can feel however they want. But when you're telling us to listen to women that are not black, that are not experiencing the same type of... um. But type can of, we I talk about what uh, black men are feeling? Because I have a personal problem with all these feelings that these black men have. I mean, I just feel like <laughs> okay, y'all are always in your feelings about everything, right? Like, you always are taking, like, the opportunity, all this, like, little silly shit that comes up to, you know, demean black women. You know, even, like, that story that I told you about, like, you know, it was a young girl, and she's, like, taking a poll from all the black you know, boys in her school. Now, how do you think she felt? And she's hearing, you know, she's a dark skinned girl, you know? Uh, yeah. What do you think that does to her psyche now, right? They had no problem saying in her face, like, oh, we don't like black girls, right? Like, and like yep. one, it was so funny. They interviewed like one white boy and you know, he knew better. He was like, oh, I, I like both. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I'm like, look, this white boy, he knows better than to say that shit. But of course, all they don't like black women. It's just like, uh, you know, it's ridiculous. But y'all getting your feelings about, you know, any little comment about being submissive. And that also goes into um, colorism as well and the whole, okay, I prefer light versus yes. dark and whatever the case is. That's also an issue yeah. that is happening and has been happening course, forever in the yeah. day amongst the black community. Mm-hmm. And I ain't gonna front. I had a relative um, and I mean, I won't say who he is, but like he said, he's dark skinned and he was like, I'm like, why you don't date any dark skinned girls? He, he just doesn't. He was eating, either dating light skin or Hispanic and he's very dark skinned and he was like, I don't want any dark skinned children. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm like, sir, you are blackity black black. Right. What do you mean? And he was like, you know, based on how he was treated and how, you know, they used to make fun of him or he felt like well, a lot of women weren't attracted to him. Mm-hmm. So he was just like, he doesn't want Do- a child doesn't know how to appreciate his blackness. That's a girl, you know how that's sad a I was. Personal I problem that you have to work on. Don't go mixing and mingling trying to okay, your kid, even if they turn out light. Uh, what does that resolve your own personal issues with your color? No, you need you're to right. resolve that, right? Because guess what? The very thing you're looking for, and it's so funny, I always find this to be true when people have some kind of prejudice, you know, their kid always never comes out how they want them to come out. Like, 
if he gets with a a, a white girl, like I bet you his kids still come out dark, right? Because I know it always <laughs> end up that way. It, I swear to you, I have met. Remember, I mean, I I don't not, I don't know how old you are, but you know, I grew up in the nineties, and you know, for me, like there's a certain level of ignorance that was just totally accepted, right? You could walk around and say certain things. Like I still have people that I know, males, that'd be like, yeah, I like light-skinned girls. Like, I only date light-skinned girls. Or, you know, when I was growing up, you know, I had a lot of girls say, oh, I want to, you know, be with a Spanish boy or whatever, just so their kids would be light-skinned or have good hair or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, that type of ignorant stuff. And that was, you know, like, common. That was just like a typical conversation. Things that would be right. outrageous now, right? But, you know, yeah. it's about solving that type of crisis of that your identity you don't accept that within yourself you understand but again do i sit here and blame you for not accepting yourself when the whole world has told you that you're not beautiful and your skin is not good you know so i can't say i blame you so much as you know i know that you just need to work on that you know what i mean yeah but that's unfortunate i'm like you're so much probably a dark skinned woman. You need to get it together. Get it I'm together. like, you date or date all of them if you want right. to date light skin. Right. You, if your chemistry is right with her, cool. You want to date a Hispanic girl because the chemistry is cool, but don't exclude the exactly. black what or the dark skin one. Girl, I had to talk to him. I I don't think I've gone far because I know I seen the new little bae he's talking to. She's Hispanic. Oh, I'm just my. like. Listen, I'm I'm okay with it. I have plenty of Hispanic friends, but when you tell me you purposely don't date dark skinned women because you don't want no dark skinned children, mm-hmm. oh, that was a heartbreaking because he's a very attractive dark skinned man. So I I hate that he thinks that about himself. But I guess, like you said, it was based on the experiences he had and what the world told him and made him feel like to make him hate the fact that he was dark skinned, right. so he doesn't want his. Ch- child or children to relive that so that's unfortunate but um do you genie my whatever <laughs> right. girl <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, all right, so the next topic that i wanted to go into um i guess we can go with this one pretty random but i'm gonna ask it was one of the topics that someone suggested to me via instagram and that would be whether or not you believe friends can have casual sex and remain cool like i guess they fuck regularly but they're cool and no boundaries are crossed as far as relationship but it's just a casual thing so do you think that's something that can happen without feelings eventually growing or um i think it can be done yes i do i do it really it depends on the parties involved right so yeah. if you guys are good friends, you guys also may just so happen to be attracted to each other. Um, but again, you know, for like I'm gonna give an example. For me, um, I had a friend that, yeah, you're good looking, we could get together, but I knew you were never the type of guy I would want to be with, right? Okay. So I think it I think it's totally doable. Do I think that? At some point, um, either on one side or the other, there's going to be more feelings or maybe feeling like, you know, what's the word? Um, Feeling just like, you know, more comfortable or close than maybe you should. You know what I mean? Like starting to feel like a relationship. You know, 
it does it change the dynamic of the relationship? Of course, right? Because you might have that male friend who tells you about all his joints and now maybe he's not saying anything, right? Like, so, yeah. you know, there it's a give and take. Do I think that it's something that could just like keep going like that and it never being an issue? You can't be like sleeping with somebody for 10 years and nobody doesn't feel anything. I mean, at some yeah, point, I know. you know, it's gonna... <laughs> It's going to, you know, be some friction. But do I think it can happen maybe over a course of, you know, maybe maybe a year or maybe two years, you know, something like that. And it still be okay. And like, you know, you guys kind of like move into your own like relationships. Yeah, I think it can be done. And they can, you can still okay. maintain that friendship. So, okay. Now, this is a little far-fetched, but, you know, people people move differently. 2020, man, it's fucking weird. Oh, so, girl. at this point, I, I don't know what people would or wouldn't do. But let's say someone does have the, um, the type of friendship or whatever that we're talking about where they just smash. Now, do you think that person would be okay, hypothetically, hearing about the other person talking to other women or talking to other men or maybe talking about, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a little tricky. Yeah, we're fucking, but, you know, occasionally, because we're friends, right. it's like, oh, yeah, I seen this chick, da, 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 she was mad, fine, blah, blah. I'm like, hold on, little daddy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, that's why I can't do the right, casual thing. Right. But, but do you think it's... Um, I, think, I think, again, it's going to depend on the personalities. I think that there's always going to be maybe a maybe a feeling, maybe a little awkwardness, maybe a discomfort, you know? But I think if you're, like, good enough friends that it can still be done. Like, I could tell you, like, oh, yo, this guy, da-da-da, and you should be able to be okay. Maybe you... Maybe you'll feel a little weird, but it's not something that's going to like make or break our relationship, right? Like our friendship is stronger than, you know, the bullshit that happens between us. You're right. You're right. It definitely comes down to the individual. Oh, yeah. Because like I said, 2020, people are so much more open and okay with so much. So honestly, for me, I personally believe that, you know, there's so many like, social constructs that have kind of like been forced on us that I think really not even just 2020 I think millennials in general um you know as we're just kind of like liberating ourselves from like okay you said I gotta be married you said I like maybe I don't want to do any of that stuff right maybe true you know, you're right and even when you start talking about people who are I don't even know what's the name of it but it's like um it's not like bisexual but it's like um it's something like uh, it's like more like a spiritual kind of sexuality. Oh, I know what you're yeah, talking about. I, I can't think of it. I don't know what the name it. of it is. It's something with an A, maybe. I don't know. But is it? It's not. It's not asexual. No, 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 no. It's, it's not asexual. Like, it's, um, 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 it, it's, it's something. Well, I know what you're talking about. So I, don't know. I know what you're talking about. I, I, I know. We'll figure it out. But the whole point is that you know, I think it's more in line with what is the truth, right? What's the real truth about us? in general, like in humanity, you know, I think, remember the good old boys made up all these rules for us to follow, you know, and you're right, you know, today is like, but why would I live my life by these rules? They're dumb. You know, it, yeah, all you're it right. does is create anxiety and like pressure and like, you know, I could just really liberate myself from all these things and just like do my own thing. Right. Like, so 
I think, you know, everything has, everything is moving in the right direction where, you know, there isn't really as much judgment, you know, even, even about, you know, being gay. Like, think about our shows, even like, do you watch um, Ghost, the spinoff from Power? No. Okay. So I'm not going to, you know, tell a whole long story. That's okay, but you know? I'm saying like, yeah. these are black, you know, shows. These are you know, um, things that are in the hip hop culture and they have young black men having sex scenes, right? Like, and it was like, re- more recently I seen it and I was like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe it. Like, really? yeah, and I mean, like, even the actors, like, I don't know if they were really gay or not, but I was like, yo, if they're not gay, like, they're doing such a good job. <laughs> I mean, it was like real. I was like, yo, I think this is going to go all the way. But I mean, it was, it's it's crazy, right? Like to think of hip hop, how homophobic, how you know, anti-gay it's been, and for it to be something that, like, yeah, like this is it, like it's life. This is what it, you know, this is what what it is now. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a total one eighty. No, I completely agree. I mean, I think there's some good and there's some bad. I feel like a lot of people are feeling more free and they don't want to live by the rules. Like you said, why do I have to get married or why do I have to buy a house? Some people don't want to buy a damn house. Some people people want to rent. It doesn't matter. You know, like, so a lot of people are kind of, you know, being more, feeling more free, being themselves or whatever. But then I also think there's fuck boys that are going to the left with the being more free thing where, girl, so there was this video um girl okay so some guy tagged me in a video on instagram and it's basically about um it's an alpha male video this guy i guess he posted a bunch of video and he was basically telling men that they should not be validating their feelings for women um and i was like okay this video is freaking ridiculous i'm gonna send it to you he was basically saying once you do that she sees you as a bitch so she should never know where she stands with you. She should be wondering, do you like her? Like, you should never initiate physical touch. You should never tell her basically like you miss her. You should never try to hold her hand. Like, she should always be wondering how you feel about her. And a lot of men were agreeing with that post. I could see why. Why? Well, you know, insecurity. Girl. I could see why. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look. You know, men, it's so funny. I saw a post, you know, obviously, now we're going to go back and forth about IG posts <laughs> and, and memes. But no, I, I mean, all of this stuff is real life, right? This, um, <laughs> this guy posted, he said, ladies, stop cheating back. We can't take it, right? And it's true because, you know, men are just not built in a way. Like, I think, you know, with women, and I'm not making an excuse, let's be very clear. Um, I think women are just naturally born in a way that like, yo, we deal with stuff. And even if like we have to cry it out or whatever, we can like, we can just like free ourselves of the bullshit and move on. You know, where men, I don't think have that skill. A lot of them do not have that skill. They do not have coping mechanisms. They do not have the emotional intelligence intelligence to process a lot of stuff. They're annoying. They need therapy, okay? Because, but how are you going to sit there and say, not you, but how are you going to sit there and say a woman should never know where she stands with you? 
he didn't make it seem like in the right. beginning or like until you you realize where you are in the relationship or he was basically making it seem like no a woman should never know how much you like her you should always have her on her tippy toes he said because that's going to make her chase after um validation from him that is toxic and i think yeah. that's manip- manipulative if you like a woman yeah. and you feel it and she's giving you the mutual uh, mutual feelings and the mutual respect and everything's good why would you want to keep her on her toes to the point where she's unsure about your feelings meanwhile what is that going to do for women we're overthinkers we're going to go crazy damn does he like me does he not like me does he want to be with me does he not want to be with me and meanwhile dudes are making videos to tell other men not to do that and i was actually very Mm -hmm. surprised as to how many men agreed with that post Mm -hmm. hell yeah yeah no no i remember they're going to be so just like on one hand, there's going to be a bunch of guys that agree with that. And there's going to be a bunch of guys who don't agree yeah. with it. Right. So obviously though there, who's going to gravitate towards those types of videos, you know, the people who have not done the inner work, yep. right? Like the people who remember you can do all the right things. And I'm just saying like, you can do things from the purest part of like your soul and be with a person and the shit just doesn't You're work right. out. Right. But you have to like, just be able to accept that and move forward. So what this guy now is saying, Oh, like you should play this game. Right. Who has time for that shit? Right. So you have to think about what's going on in your mind, right. To be able to, be this master manipulator of your entire relationship. Think about how this person operates in the world. You are spending so much of your brain power in like trying to manipulate situations that you probably are missing all of it, right? You're missing the moments. You're missing, you know, her actually, you know, doing something for you, loving you, you know, all of the magical moments you've decided you're going to play a game and instead of actually take in all of what's good that you're going to, you know, orchestrate what this relationship should be or what it, what you want it to be. And in the interim, you might miss out on the actual girl that should have been for you because she's like, yeah, I don't know if he wants me, whatever, whatever. And, you know, Jojo over here <laughs> is giving me the time of okay. day. He's letting me know how he feels and I'm going to go over yep, here. Yep, you're right. Right? Yo, so, so who's gonna who he's gonna end up with is going to be a person just as fucked up yep. as him. And right? they're gonna be so, both playing this so, manipulative game on who can be more fucked up than the other, and then they're gonna be in a toxic relationship because there's no way it's gonna be healthy. I mean, damn, yeah, I ain't trying to be with no damn man only- that won't let me know how he's feeling to the point where I'm constantly right. wondering how can I be my authentic self to give you the exactly. love that I want to be please, okay? Right. There's only one kind of woman that's going to put up with that shit, and he deserves yep. it. <laughs> you are right about that. But yeah, so I think, again, the new millennium, I think it's like, there's good. There's a lot of people that are feeling more free, and they are allowed to be themselves, and they feel like, you know what, fuck it, I don't need to live by the rules. And then there's people that put out videos like that encouraging you know how many young men that are probably like should i go this way should i go this way oh shit this video says i should do this is ridiculous but hey like you said they're gonna find who they're supposed to find and it's not gonna be anybody right so right hey it is what it is for that you know life's just a journey everybody finds their way whichever way that is sometimes you know people take a route that was like hell and they you know make their way back and some people never make it back you know 
They just make the, they make this life a living hell through the stupid shit that they decide to do. And they don't realize that sometimes even just the small things that, you know, don't come from a good place. Like, is this from a good place? How can you say, you know, you, this is a foundation of your relationship. You think that this is something positive, You're right? No. So obviously everything that's going to be a product of this behavior is now going to be bullshit in your life. You're right. You're absolutely right about that. So I don't know. Good luck to him. Cause I, I... Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. God. <laughs> Enjoy that. Seriously. So then the next topic that I wanted to go into um, is also another post that someone, suge- I mean, another topic someone suggested. Um, I did think it was a good topic. And that is a matter of whether or not you think someone's family can be a deal breaker. So you're with a guy, everything's going great, but his family are terrorists, okay? Not uh, mm-hmm. actual terrorists for people that are listening. So let me take that back. But his family mm-hmm. is uh, ridiculous. His mom or his mm-hmm. dad or his sisters are a nightmare. Do you think that's grounds to be like, you know what? I really like you. I can't fuck with you type thing. Or do you think it's kind of like, oh, well, I'm not dealing with your family. We can be together. 100% a deal breaker if he's not checking them. Girl, what if they're like uncheckable? Like some people's family are reckless. Like, no such thing. There's no such thing. You don't think there's, there's no like... such thing as being uncheckable. Why? Because if you got a problem, then you don't exist anymore. Okay. It's that fair, simple. Fair. So, you know, we control how people deal with us, whether we like to acknowledge that or not. So if you have somebody out of control, because you let them be out of control. You're right. You are absolutely right about that. Yeah. So if you're not checking your sister, if you're not checking your mother, then check me the fuck out because I'm not <laughs> dealing with it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, you'll do the best that you can do. And, you know, I think a lot of a lot of this comes up, right, when a woman finds a guy who is a yes man, right? Yep. So you, you kind of have to get a sense of what do you actually like about this guy because he's giving you everything you want because he makes you, you're right all the time. And, you know, some people just want that, but you have to pay attention. Is he doing that with everybody? You know, is he a pushover with everybody? You're right. And, you know, that's where you're going to really find those problems because if your man's a pushover and, yeah, it's cute when it comes to you, you got to look around like that. It's not always going to be cute. It's not, you know, yeah. always going to be uh, ideal for you to be with somebody who is a pushover. You're right. You're absolutely right about that. So, okay, that's fair enough. Is it a deal breaker? Um, And you're right. So if they are moving a certain way, it's because you let them. And that's why they're comfortable enough to um, be doing what they do. So, okay, the last topic that I wanted to get into was, um, I guess, a little bit about forgiving and moving forward, whether it be in a relationship, whether it's a family member. Um, I guess, how do you handle, I guess, if somebody does something trifling or whatever the case is, you forgive and, um, what is, I mean, not forgive or forget, but I guess your take <laughs> on forgiving in general. A lot of people say, oh, forgiveness is not for you, it's for them. Um, I mean... Not for them, it's for you. It's not for, it's not for you. It's for, oh, yeah, it's not for them. Not for yes. them, it's for you. It's for you. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe that works for some people, but I don't believe in that quote. I don't care by it. Like, I don't swear by it. I don't care. I don't feel like it's for 
is for my, myself. Like, if you do something super fucked up, like, I'll heal and I'll get over it, but I'm not going to forgive you because I, I don't think it's doing anything for myself. Oh, you lose sleep. You, I don't lose shit, okay? I, I'm i fine. Um, I, if I don't feel like I need to forgive you because you did some super trifling shit, I just won't. I just will pretend you don't exist. I don't feel like it does anything to my spirit, to be honest, but some people live by that quote, but um, I guess how do you go about forgiveness and moving forward? No, I agree with the quote. Quote. I know you're like, no, ma'am. <laughs> not trying to hear that. Shit, <laughs> no. But listen, what I think you need to understand about that quote is it's about making peace with yourself, right? So you have to understand if somebody does something to to you, right? Staying mad is not hurting them; it's hurting you. But what if you, you know? get so, over it and you're not mad? Why do I? Why do? Yeah, yeah that's fine. Look, you decide how you move with people. So at the end of the day, like, yeah, I've forgiveness does not mean i fuck with you let's be very clear about what that means yeah forgiveness does not mean that we're friends forgiveness doesn't mean that we communicate right forgiveness means that i accept it for what it is you understand and remember you move on but it's without malice it's not like oh whatever you know i'm not dealing with them da, da, da. you might still not deal with them but it's going to be from a place of like no i just you know what i just think I'm only accepting certain things in my life and they can't provide me with that. And, you know, I'm good. Yeah. You know, it's totally different than, you know, if you don't forgive somebody, it, you're carrying it with you. Who Who's carrying it? Like, you. If you <laughs> no, if, no, I'm I'm ser- no, I'm serious. <laughs> if you do not forgive somebody who has done you dirty, right? then you're the person who's still carrying that because they they're skipping about their day you they don't worry about, about that part you know they they don't you know they don't did what they had to do to you and now they're gonna find somebody else to go do it to so you have to a- acknowledge like okay you know wow that was crazy you know uh they did me dirty or whatever the case may be but doesn't mean that you know hey we're gonna be friends or i'm gonna call you or whatever it just means that you're at a place that you've accepted for, accepted it for what it is, you know, and you're not carrying that anger or hate for that person because it's poisonous. I mean, I get what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I mean, that's just what it is. I get what you're saying, and a lot of people do live by what you're saying, and I'm sure it's working for them. Um, I don't know. No, it'll work. Look. It's not working for them. It just works because that's what it is in real life. You know, I. It's so funny because I was having a conversation with one of my friends who, you know, I felt did me dirty, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I was able to release all of that and speak with them and let them know. And, you know, and they agreed and they they understood. And, you know, and I've had people who maybe felt like I did some, you know, sometimes you have to understand, like, people, everybody's perspective of things is so different, right? right? Like, it's like wildly different like how did you even get this from that you know so sometimes if it's worth it right if a relationship was actually worth it if you know you really had like a strong bond with somebody and something happened and it you know got messed up if it's worth it it might be something to revisit and have that conversation with that person you know other other cases it's not like you know what it wasn't even that serious I didn't really like you like that I'm not you know, my spirit told me not to trust you anyway, you know? <laughs> so, you know, you kind of have to pick and choose and be like, hey, you know what? You're just a, like, you're just a fucked up person and I, I don't need that in my life and just keep it moving. Or you might have cases where it's like, yo, you know what? 
me and you really had a bond somewhere the wires went you know uh got crossed let's sit down and and really hash out what happened here yeah. you know and sometimes you know you might have an actual good person that was just in a bad place right, right. and and some of that nastiness or negativity you know came out and you were uh you know an innocent bystander in the crossfire of You're like right. what was happening for them in their life so you know it's like you kind of got to pick and choose you can't do that with everybody right nobody has the time so you kind of have to get a sense of like what do you want for the relationship what do you want in your life who do you want in your life and why you know, but for the most part, forgiving in general is definitely not for them. It's for you. I mean, you're right. I mean, I get what you're saying. I definitely think it does depend on um, who you do. Well, for me, who you want to work with, who you don't. Now, when I say the forgiveness thing, for me, I'm I'm referencing like when someone has done something so fucked up that we can't come back from it because there are instances, friends, relationships, family members where certain things happen. And like you said, you do sit down, you hash, hash it out. You forgive them based on that. But for me, I'm thinking more so like I'm all fucking set with you. Like you're so fucked up. Like in that aspect, you know, it's a matter of like, um, or whatever. Yeah. In that aspect where it's something that you feel like you can't get over or it's like, Oh, that was so fucked up for you to do um I mean I don't know for me I don't feel like I I carry it again I'm not saying it's a good thing maybe your way is a better way or more positive way but for me it's like you're dead to me I I I don't get over it because I haven't forgiven you but you're also dead to me I'm not losing sleep it doesn't make me a harder person on the exterior I'm still as sweet as I am to the next person but for you you're done okay like you are finito but I mean, everybody handles things differently. But yeah, your way but, is definitely but somebody a popular being way. Done, somebody being done doesn't mean that you don't. For, you know, you understand? You can forgive, and somebody's still done, though. Yeah, you but I'm not. Forgive. I don't forgive them, though. Like I get what you're saying, but I'm, I haven't forgiven you. You're just done. I just haven't forgiven you either. So what? So tell me, like, what is that? doing for you nothing that's not the thing. forgiving them but that's the thing it's doing nothing it's neither breaking me down or building me up it's literally like a middle ground it's nothing it's just non-existent you get what i'm saying so i get uh, what you're saying but it's not breaking me down so it's like right there i mean understand that it may not necessarily be breaking you down per se but it, okay look there is good and bad, you know, energy in the world. You not forgiving them. What do you think that is? That can't possibly be good, right? So I mean, if you're trying, gotta be bad. No, look, look, let's think about it. Let's think about it, right? In the grand scheme of things, right? If you're trying to lighten your, like, you're, you're just like what you carry. Nobody wants to carry a load, right? In, we all carry stuff, right? Yeah. So if you're trying to lighten your load, just in general, you want to make it a natural practice to let go of things, right? Forgive mm-hmm. and let go of things so you can you can move and operate better throughout your day-to-day. I mean, I get what you're saying. Yeah. And I know a lot of people have been practicing it in the way that you're saying. Uh, I'm just not there yet. I don't know if I'll ever get there per se. I don't think it's a bad thing. I just think no, it's not. It's not. Mm, no, but... You know, people do say, you know, forgive and um, forgive for yourself, not for them. You got it right. So 
speaking of forgiving and you and your positivity, which I love, which is amazing. So <laughs> I want to get into a little bit about um, your spiritual wellness, your business. You um, make a lot of natural and handmade um, products. How do you pronounce the name of your company? L-O-V. Okay, that's what I thought. I just wanted yeah. to before I So how actually the name is a play on L-O-V, like love. Okay. So, oh, that's all cute, girl. Yeah. Well, because you know, <laughs> honestly, you know, love is really the only like true power in the world, right? So that was like our basis of founding it and what it's founded on, and basically, it's like um wellness, self care, and like all natural spiritual um you know products. So we have a lot of things to kind of just cleanse your body, cleanse your mind, cleanse your soul. Um, like we have some spiritual jewelry and we hand make everything. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. What it's is, really- I guess, if you had to say, I'm sure a lot of the things that you have sell, but if you had to say like your top two most popular things that people tend to buy, what would you say that would be? Well, um, the top tool would be like the gift set, which is um, the gift set we have. It's a, it has white sage. It has a soap, a uh, body butter and like a sea sponge. Okay. And the second one would be just like, oh, this might be a tie for the, um, the body butter and the, <laughs> the body butter and the soap are like tied for like the second. Because, okay. you know, sometimes people just buy. I have found that a lot of people will just, maybe they'll just buy the body butter or they'll buy body butter and soap and then they'll come back and, you know, they'll pro- they'll get more. The people just usually try to get a sense of like, oh, how is it? Do I like it? You know? Yeah, and okay. then they're usually back for more. Okay. All right. So, all right. If you could let the listeners know where to find, if you have a website, I know your Instagram, if you can just provide them with all the information, if they want to check it out. Oh yeah. So you can find Alovi at www.alovi spelled E-L-O-H-V-I.com. And we're also on Instagram and Facebook at Alovi, E-L-O-H-V-I. Great. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me, Deborah. I know yes, I had so much fun. Coming. Like, I've never talked so much shit in, like, my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, I love it. I love your perspective. Well, I like your time. energy. I like everything you have to say. You're a very wise woman. I definitely Oh, thank you. I love that we, like, disagreed on everything, and it, was I... still, it still worked out. Yes, no, because we're, you know, everyone's grown. Everyone has, like you said, which is I'm learning this more and more by the day, but the perspective on two different individuals on the same situation is so different. It's radical, sometimes. right? Radically different. Girl. Like, wow. And you're like, I know I don't see it. And it's fine, but I think it's just a matter of respecting the differences. Exactly. And it's like, that's okay, it. I, that's cool. That works for you. It doesn't work for me. But remaining respective. People are going to listen to this episode. People will agree with you. People will agree with me. Yep. But it's a matter of how they perceive what we're talking about. Yep. So I think it was great. And you also gave me a couple of things to think about. I've been listening to people. I mean, I, I'll argue with y'all and be like, <laughs> no, and disagree. But sometimes I do think about things because, um, you know, you learn about other perspectives. I want to know, who, of... I wanna know who, who you're not forgiving because I, I can feel it <laughs> from here. 
You yeah. say you're not carrying it, but like it's so spicy. Like I need to know what's going on. <laughs> Girl, I'm gonna have to let you know. Okay, no, um, I'll let you know. Some people are unforgivable, but whatever. I, I, I I'm gonna work on. No, I'm not. But I'll think about working on it. But I do, I do appreciate your point of view on it and you saying things that you did say so I could actually take the time to think about it. Or someone may feel like I feel and they listen to what you have to say on a more positive side. Right. And right, they right. probably like, you know what? She's right. So shout out to you, Deborah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for joining us. And uh, yes, please follow LOV and get your little natural handmade product. L. <laughs> All right, thank you. <laughs>